Hello and welcome to the Brand Nurture Podcast, the show that's all about expanding what's possible and building a brand and a life that you can't wait to wake up to. I'm your host, Emily Cecile, brand designer, marketing strategist, and here to encourage you to build a brand that allows you to share your passion while enabling you to live your life outside of it. Through marketing, branding, mindset and more, each week I'll be pulling back the curtain to provide sustainable strategies, inspiring insights and transformative tales to help you grow your brand, claim your dream life and realise that you are not alone in this journey. Grab a cup of coffee and join me as we explore what it takes to build a brand and a life that you love. This is the Brand Nurture Podcast. What would you say if I told you that there is a way that you can reconnect with your innate energy understand your unique gifts and purpose in this world and be given a roadmap to helping you live more in alignment with your true self. Well, today I might just have that for you. I am thrilled to introduce you to Nicole, a human design and purpose guide who is dedicating her life to helping women reclaim their power and live in true alignment with themselves, something that I know we have all at some point fell out of. Nicole's journey into human design is not just about understanding our energy types, but more about embracing our individuality, tapping into our strengths, and living a life of empowerment and ease. If you can't already tell, this is a conversation I am obsessed with. Whether you are familiar with human design or is a completely new concept for you, you've never even heard of the word, I promise this conversation is going to be so, so helpful for you. From understanding the different energy types to the importance of living in alignment with your design, We really dive deep into the intricacies of human design and how it can be an actual game changer in both personal and professional lives. This episode is more than just knowing what your type is. It's about understanding how to harness that knowledge and live a life of purpose and passion. So if you have ever felt disconnected from your true self or you are simply curious about the world of human design, I promise you this episode is an absolute must listen. I found this conversation with Nicole so, so impactful and I know that you're going to too. So, Nicole, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here with you. So, before we jump too far into our conversation today, I want to kind of lay the foundations for anyone who is not familiar with human design. So, could you quickly share with the listeners what exactly human design is, a basic overview of how it works, um, and just kind of lay that foundation? Sure, sure. Yeah, I like to describe human design as a self-discovery system. So it's almost like a tool that you can use to strengthen your self-awareness. And it's a system based on a combination and integration of multiple modalities. So it works with astrology. It works with the chakra system, with uh, Kabbalah, excuse me, I'm tripping over my words, the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, and a little bit of quantum physics in there. So it gets a little bit fun with the science end of things too. But basically integrating all these kind of ancient and new age modalities and really being able to use them to understand yourself on a holistic level through how you were designed kind of on a, a cosmic level. It's so fascinating. I got into human design I mean, in no way, shape or form as deeply as you have, but I got into it about a year ago and just learning about yourself is so fascinating and it can be really, really helpful because it kind of help you move through some roadblocks that you maybe didn't even realize that you had like consciously. But before we dive into that, I'd love to know a bit more about your kind of journey to learning about human design. How did you discover it? What were the kind of key moments or realizations on your journey that led you here? Sure. Yeah. So my first introduction to human design was probably in about 2017 or 18. Um, I actually had hired a coach to work with because I was in a bit of a 
transformation or transitional stage of my life, going through some transformations as far as starting the process of a divorce. And I had gotten really kind of lost and wrapped up in motherhood. I think that society can really condition mothers to feel like we need to be completely selfless, selfless and sacrificing to put our children before ourselves. And I had really taken that to heart to the point where I kind of had lost touch with who I am and what I wanted out of life. So in that moment, I had hired a coach to kind of help me reconnect with myself and figure out the next steps to take. And so she pulled out human design. And at the time, I really was overwhelmed by looking at this funky chart with all these shapes and lines and numbers. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And I think for some reason I had actually missed the, it was like a group program and I had missed the class where she had gone over it and didn't really feel resonant enough to tap back into it at that time. So I just put it to the side and was like, well, that's something, I don't know. (laughs) And then a couple of years later, it actually kind of found its way back to me. And at that time, it felt like the right time to really explore it. And I'm so glad that I did because it helped me to recognize how I was living out of alignment in so many different ways. Hence why I had kind of lost touch with myself. And it was because I was trying to live in a way that wasn't necessarily natural to me. I was kind of trying to act in a way that, you know, wasn't feeling good for my unique design. I'm a projector and that's a little bit, we'll get into probably the types, but the projectors aren't necessarily here to be go, go, go. And in this hustle culture and working all the time. And I was trying to do that and completely burnt out in the process. And so having this awareness was such a a sense of relief and a realization of like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense why this feels so hard for me and why this isn't working for me to do it this way. And so once I kind of had that self-recognition, it really drew me to like go into the deeper layers of it and understand more about myself. And then I also started to explore my kids and their design and use it to support them in parenting because we have very different design types, which has been really helpful to know too. And so just seeing how it shows up not only in my life, but I can see it in my children and then understand how to approach them and how we have different needs. It's just been so helpful that I wanted to then share it with other women and other mothers to be able to help them have this awareness and integrate it into their life as well. I love that so much. I always find that the most passionate and profound business owners that I meet, their business comes from this deep desire to help people and just share what they've learned to make people's lives better. And I yours is so clearly from this mission. So I think that it is so beautiful when that happens. And I am actually a projector myself. So I, I resonate with a lot with what you said there. <laughs> I, I think what you, something you touched on there, which was that when we become mothers, you kind of have that societal pressure to be, like you said, selfless and you kind of give everything to your child. And it's exactly why I started my business is that I needed to find myself again. And I think it's something that is not talked about enough. The kind of identity loss that happens when you have children and obviously you give so much of yourself to them. And I'd love to know more about how human design helped you on that journey and also helped you in parenting. Like you said, you've delved into your children's human design. I'd love to know more about that kind of connection. Sure. Yeah. So as a projector, we're kind of known as a type that needs a little bit more rest than some of the other types. And so I was feeling that deep down, like I was just exhausted all the time and like I just could never catch up to feel rejuvenated. But I saw, oh, well, that's just part of being a mom, right? Like all moms are tired. It just kind of comes with the territory. And on top of that, I was also feeling a lot of guilt because I was feeling like I physically needed space from my kids sometime. 
And that can also be part of being a projector, especially because I have a lot of openness, uh, open centers in my chart, which means that I am capable of taking on a lot of energies from people around me and the environments that I'm in. And so I do need to kind of have time and space to myself to discharge. And so understanding that like that was just the dynamic of how I worked helped me release a lot of mom guilt because I realized that my kids are both generators. And so they are built with a lot more energy than me. They want to be go, go, go all the time. And I was feeling like I had to constantly be keeping up with them, which just isn't really possible as a projector who's not then giving themselves to time to rest and recharge as well. They also have, especially my son, has more centers defined from me and especially what we call motor centers, which give off a little bit more energy, which can be a lot to take on for somebody who's able to absorb that in a way. And so having this awareness helped me release so much mom guilt because for a while I was feeling really awful, like what kind of mom must I be if I want to break from my kids and if I'm feeling like they're just exhausting (laughs) just by their presence sometimes. And so once I was able to tune into this awareness, it released so much pressure off of me. And it also gave me practical tools and tips that I could use to release some of that guilt and also feel more present when I was in their presence. So I started kind of integrating little timeouts for myself throughout the day or just totally reworked the way that I was approaching my sleep hygiene because projectors have different uh, needs for kind of winding down at the end of the day than some other types. And so really being able to use these tools to align with how I'm innately designed helped me to just feel so much better and actually feel more rested and not just completely drained all the time. And like I keep saying, release a lot of the mom guilt, which was a really big burden for me as well. And also help me to understand what my generator kids need throughout the day, that they need to use up their energy in a physical way and kind of get it out of their system to be able to get a good night's sleep and be able to direct them in that way, which is one of the gifts of the projector as well. So there's so many layers to it, but I think that understanding myself and understanding my kids and then being able to apply these things that I was learning in my real life made such a massive impact. That's so incredible. I've never really... I've heard a lot about how human design can be integrated into people's businesses and how they show up in their business and how they design their business. I've never really heard about people using human design to, like you said, release mum guilt and, you know, release some of the expectation that comes with being a parent. So I think that is such a fascinating use of it that I, I just never really heard of before. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, great. So... Moving slightly more back to the business side of things, as I said, I know people do use it to help run their business. Before we dive too much into that, I think maybe for anyone listening that has no idea what we're talking about when we say projector and generator and things like that, could you break down some of the core, you know, things within human design that we're speaking about just to give people some context? Yeah. So one of the foundational pieces of human design is the human design types. And there are five different types. And that's what we're referring to when we talk about a projector, and a generator. And so kind of just give a brief overview of those. I'll kind of give how I like to frame them as their role in the collective, so to speak, because I think it can be helpful to see how we're all intended to work together and can support each other and embrace each other's strengths too. I like to start with the manifestors. And the manifestors are about 9% of the population. And they are the ones that are here to be the initiators, the bold kind of starting the fire types. And so they are able to see something to bring it into possibility and bring an idea. And then they kind of pass it off to the next group, which would be the generators. 
and even the manifesting generators, which I'll get to in a second, but the two of those combined, the generators and manifesting generators are about 70% of the population. And they have a little bit more of a consistent life force energy, if you will, to see the ideas that have been put into action through to completion. They're able to receive, complete things and get to a level of mastery because they do have the ability to kind of go from start to finish because of the way that they're designed with kind of what we call the sacral center as their internal battery, if you will. And so when they are behind something and lit up by what they're doing, they really can kind of take things all the way through to the end. The manifesting generator brings in this extra element of being able to be multi-passionate and have their hand in a few different pots, if you will. And they also are a bit faster moving energy, so they can see faster ways to get things done and almost shortcuts that can be helpful too. And then the projectors are about 20% of the population, and they are here to kind of be the guides and the leaders so they can see this overall project, so to speak, that we're kind of talking about, and they can see what roles people can best be playing to best use their energy and what direction to be taking things in and to kind of be the visionaries to guide things, to keep it going. And then we have the reflectors that are 1% of the population, and they are almost like the mirrors, if you will. They're uh, very able to tune into their environment and to other people and to see what is working and what is not working and to see people's highest potentials and to help reflect that back to them too. So if we were to look at all of these types together, we can see how beautifully and cohesively we could all play off of each other's strengths. And that doesn't always necessarily happen in society because we are all kind of conditioned to follow a set path. But I think that when you are able to understand what maybe your strengths are and what you need to then support the energy type that you have, you're better able to step into the role that you're here to play. And that's not even necessarily always in a career setting. It could also just be within your family or your community. But knowing this overall is just a really great way to kind of get into alignment and feel really empowered in your life. I am quickly interrupting this episode with an announcement that I don't think will shock you. I believe that branding matters. Your branding is the face of your business, introducing you to audience and customers. And let's face it, first impressions matter. That's where we at the Sale Creative Studio come in. Whether you're looking for one-on-one consulting to provide you with high-level expertise and strategize your next steps, or you're looking to step into that new era for your brand with a strategic brand identity, we are here to help you reach your goals and fall back in love with your brand. Head over to Cecil Creative Studio to learn more about the services we offer and how we can help you achieve your wildest version of success. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, I think that in business, it's really difficult to live out of alignment of what your, like you said, your true like core purpose is because you'll very easily burn out if you're kind of out of alignment. And I think that manifests a lot in business, especially because you're putting so much of yourself into it that it's nice when you can step into a role within your business that just feels easy. And you're like, oh, this just, this is just flowing. This makes sense. So yeah, I mean, as a projector, my, I live in like the strategy zone. I love like mapping people's businesses with them. And like, that's like my core zone of absolute happiness. So, and I think once I found that, it, like I said, it just feels easier. 
And it's nice when things in business feel easy. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. It sounds like you've totally tapped into your strengths as a projector. And it's also really supportive for you to be able to have your own business and create your own kind of work schedule and hours. Because part of being a projector is that we are designed to kind of work more efficiently in shorter amounts of time. So we can have short bursts of energy where we're getting a lot done in three or four hours. And then it's supportive for us to have the rest of the day to kind of unplug or just tap into family life or rest or whatever needs to be done. So it's really ideal for a projector to be in a role like you have where you're not only guiding people, but you're maybe more able to create your own schedule than you would be kind of working in a a corporate space, which can be definitely challenging for a projector. Yeah, definitely. So I know that something that you are very passionate about is helping people with embracing themselves a lot more and embracing the unique qualities, maybe perceived flaws, and just basically learning to love themselves a bit more fully. How have you seen that human design can help people the most to do that? Yeah, I think that that it's challenging when we're in a society that does do a lot of conditioning of everybody kind of needing to be a certain way and have certain expectations put on them all the way from starting back at school age where we're meant to kind of you know, sit at a desk and follow the rules and everybody has kind of set standards to uh, try to attain. And then you're supposed to pick your career when you're like 18 years old and do that for the next 40 years of your life. It can be really hard if you're just kind of following these structures that are laid out before us to feel all the time like you're connected to what you're innately here to do. And so through the lens of human design and just even starting with the types and helping people to understand how their energy works and what they innately need to feel their best can be really helpful to help people who maybe have been feeling misaligned in a job that they're doing or they're just feeling a little bit lost and like they come up with a lot of resistance in their life to understand why and being able to reflect that back to them through different aspects of their human design is really helpful because I feel like a lot of times once they have this awareness, the most common response that I get is a little sense of like relief and like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And it's not to say that once you have this awareness, you can kind of just uproot your entire life and, you know, change careers or do massive changes, but even just small tweaks to maybe how you nourish your body or how you spend your free time can then help a lot of the rest of the challenging pieces of your life fall into place too. So for example, when working with a generator who's feeling like they don't have this kind of internal energy, consistent ability to go, go, go type of battery that I referred to a minute ago, it can be really helpful to support them in doing a life audit and realize that generators, while they have a capacity to do a lot, they have more capacity to do things when they're actually including things that they enjoy and things that light them up. And that's a really important piece for them. And it's not at all selfish for them to be taking time out of their day to do things just for themselves and things that feel good to them. It actually is beneficial for the people around them, too, because a lit up generator actually feels really warm and embracing kind of energy to be around. And so just kind of helping people to realize that it's it's important for them to live as as they are designed, not just for their own wellness, but for the wellness of the people around them, too, can be really, really supportive. Yeah, I think that that's really powerful to see when you can, I think you can, you can almost feel it when somebody's living in alignment, it kind of radiates from them. Um, And I think that that's, like you said, can be really helpful to see it on a human design chat. And yeah, just get that knowledge basis to kind of back up how you feel as well. Yes. 
for anyone that hasn't yet dived into their human design but wants to, obviously we talked about the types and obviously there is a whole world of human design. But if there was somebody was going to go and get their chart done and there was another category that you think would be the most important for them to focus on if they weren't going to do the whole, you know, the whole five yard, um, what would you say would be the next um, step or the next category to look at? to help bring them to alignment? Yeah, so there's a couple of steps that I kind of like to take people through on their exploration of human design. Type is definitely foundational. And one piece that actually plays into type is this thing called strategy. And that's how we are designed to create aligned opportunities and to bring the right people and potentially you know, job offers and things to us. And so that can be a really helpful place to tune into. But along with that, I encourage people to look at their authority and that's their inner decision-making process. So we each have our own kind of way of approaching different choices that we have and coming to clarity and conclusion about what is best for us. There are seven different types of authorities. And um, I think that it's helpful to know that none of them relate to getting into your head and overthinking and making a pros and cons list. They all are connected to different ways that we can tune into what our body is telling us and be able to trust our kind of uh, intuition and our inner guidance system through connecting with our body. So I think that that can be really helpful for people to know because we are constantly being faced with decisions throughout the day. And while it can be fun and supportive to play with our own inner authority and the small decisions that we have to make, it can also really help to make sure that we are staying in an aligned path when we are tuning into this when we have to make big decisions, whether that is for a job or a move or entering into a relationship or something like that, it can be really helpful to know how you are meant to make that a process so that you can have more confidence that you're making the right choice for you. And then the last piece that I like to take people to that really relates to, I shouldn't say the last piece because I honestly, <laughs> there's so many different layers, but the last important piece that helps people to just kind of begin to have the foundational awareness through human design is a profile. And those are the numbers that are connected to uh, your type and authority on your chart. And those can really help you to understand the role that you're here to play in addition to your type. And it kind of helps you understand how people perceive you or how you approach different tasks or receive information. And so when you can able to layer that on top of your profile, along with understanding how you're meant to make decisions, it can kind of just help to build this holistic perspective of how you are here to operate in the world and how other people perceive you as well. Yeah, I uh, I actually I brought my chart up in preparation to our interview today because I really wanted to have it fresh in my mind. And my authority is emotional. And just reading that is like, it's it's so accurate. <laughs> Every time I look at a chat, they're like, it's always emotional. And yeah, it's just so funny when you can look at things and just feel, I don't know, seen almost. Yeah, but I, it's definitely something that's fascinating to learn. So if anybody did want to go and learn about this, is there any resource that, resources that you would suggest? Yeah, yeah. I share a lot on my Instagram page about kind of the where to get started and the foundational levels of that, too. And I think that there's a lot of really great podcasts out there. It depends kind of on how deep that you want to go with it. But one of my mentors, Sort of Spiritual, has a great podcast that goes over the foundational layers of it. And so that's, I think, a great resource that I like to refer people to. 
There are some books out there also. Some of them can be a little heady and some of the terminology that is used in human design isn't super empowering. Some of the words can feel a little bit like tricky or almost aggressive <laughs> in a way. And that's why I definitely suggest getting a reading done with somebody that you resonate with, whether that's me, I would be honored to share because I love to share human design in a way that is empowering and also practical. Like I don't think it's intended to be just another label to put on yourself or box to put you in, that it actually is a way to live your life. And so I intend to share human design in a way that gives you step-by-step -step ways to kind of begin to integrate it. And it can be helpful to have a session done with somebody more so than any Googling or kind of Instagram posts that you can try to piecemeal together because it is so layered and complex that you want somebody to be able to look at the holistic picture of your design and be able to kind of help you understand how all of these pieces work together too. I think that's so great. I resonate a lot with what you said and I kind of am relating it. I mean, my brain is always on branding, but my I'm relating that a lot about how values work within, like play the role within a brand. The way that I teach my clients to have values within their business is to use them as a framework to make decisions. And I think that human design is very similar in that sense for on a personal level. So yeah, that that kind of connected for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is a lot that's related in your human design about what you do value. And we're all so different and it can really get into the nuances of what's going to be important for you, not only depending on your type, but depending on all these little gates they're called in human design too, have different themes. Like I said at the beginning, they're related back to these kind of philosophical things that you can kind of contemplate and be able to understand yourself through the lens of what is most uh, prominent in your own design and how that connects to the values of how you're living your life. And then being able to understand those values on this deeper level and why they maybe resonate with you more than others can also help you to frame decisions like you were saying, so that when you do then connect to your authority and you're going through your decision-making process, you have almost a, a lamp post that is kind of shining the light on the direction that you need to go because you know what's important to you as well. So I love that. Yeah, that's so great. So my final question, which I like to ask everyone, is what is lighting you up most in the season of life and business? Oh, I love this question. I would say in business, it's honestly getting onto podcasts to be able to share human design. This is kind of a, a new platform for me to dabble in and be able to get my message out there and connect with other people because I find that this work can be so supportive. And so I really do want to kind of share it with as many people as possible to get the awareness that there's almost like a manual for how you're meant to operate. And when you have access to it through your human design, what kind of beautiful things can come into your life, how much more ease you can feel as the resistance fades away and when you begin to align with your design. So I'm loving the opportunity to speak on podcasts. It's been really fun for me. And then I think in personal life, I'm just really enjoying summer with my kids. The age that they're at is just really fun. My daughter's going to be 13 in a couple of weeks and my son is nine. And just kind of seeing them become more and more of their own little humans with their own preferences and personalities. It can definitely be challenging, you know, but it's also really exciting to see the potential of who they're becoming and just really being able to engage with them in fun and different ways and having them have a little bit more independence and seeing what that is like and transitioning into like this new phase of motherhood where you know, they still need me, but maybe not as much as like the hands-on kind of toddler and little kid phase. And so to see how they 
handle their new independence, how I handle their independence, and how we're able to interact and have like really fun and interesting conversations has just been really great too. Yeah, I think every season of motherhood is, yeah, it comes with its its challenges, but it's amazing, really, really fun, fun times. So I think that's fascinating. As someone with a toddler, I uh, <laughs> will definitely be coming to you for the advice on that. Uh, okay. that. <laughs> yeah, hang in there. It's tough, but it's, you know, it's worth it too. <laughs> Perfect. So where can everyone find you, connect with you, all the things? Yeah, I'm most socially active on Instagram. So you can find me there. My handle is Nicole underscore Gaucher. I do have a website that's in the works. It's vibrantalignment.me. And there is a link in my Instagram bio that links to that website, as well as the links for all of the offers that I currently have. If you wanted to book a one-on-one session with me, I would be honored to take you through that. And I also encourage you to get on my email list, which you can do through the link in my bio, because I kind of update you on the latest things and share some practical ways to integrate your human design through my email list as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. Thank you. This has been so much fun. I really appreciate your opportunity to be here. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to this podcast episode all the way to the end. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to encourage you to leave a review as this helps us grow and reach more like-minded individuals. Plus, if you have feedback, episode ideas or questions, or would just like to connect further, please find me on Instagram at Cecile Creative Studio, shoot me a DM and let me know you're listening. Until next time, friend, I'm cheering you on.